What's up, everybody? Um, back again. Fucking podcast time. Ugh. Sorry for that stretch. Uh, it is Wednesday, June 28th, 2017. I always forget the year. How, fucks up that, how fucked up is that? I, I know I just gotta, like, pay attention a little more, but 2017 just seems like a strange year. Just when you see it written out, or like, when someone's like, yeah, it's 2017, and, and I'm like, really? What the fuck, dude? Time's flying. Man, this fucking coffee's hot. My lady got me turned on to, uh, buying the whole beans, grinding them up, and then having a little French press. Makes it nice when you're at home and you can make, like, a nice little pot of the coffee. It tastes so good. I really like grinding up my own beans. Alright, we got a lot to talk about today. We got a lot of notes here, so I'm gonna get into it. Um, but yeah, I just wanna say, fuck yeah, I'm hyped we're back in this podcast space. I feel like I haven't been here for a while. What was the last one? Let's go back real quick so I can check. I'll go to the iTunes store, I haven't looked at that in a while. Um, sorry, bear with me. The last episode was... We didn't have every goddamn pop-up in the world. Computers. Right? <laughs> Alright, let's see. Oh, Zach. Zach L. Henry and Fran Brewing Company. Episode 191. So this is 192. That's a fucking trip, dude. 192 episodes. Damn, we've been here. We've been here. <laughs> we out here. We here. Solid episode. Hell yeah. And shout out to everyone who leaves a, a rating and a review on the iTunes store. Um, I'm not sure what the fuck it does. I guess it's supposed to help our placement or help get the podcast out there. So, that's cool. Thank you. It means a lot. I'll read a couple. Um, uh, although I don't skate, I found the show interesting. Give it a listen. Cool. Someone just yelled Donnie Barley. Uh, the first episode was great. Keep them coming. Nice. Um, yeah. It's a lot. I'm I'm so glad that there's a skate podcast now. All I listen to is podcasts when I'm working. Uh, Shelly kills it, so glad he's doing it. Doing a show, keep it up. That's Gib for real. Thanks, man. Um, Shetler show is a must for skaters. This thing covers skate history, knowledge, and most importantly, the spirit and vibe of true street skateboarding. Barley is Barley one is gnarly. That's C H A V I three B. Shout out. Yeah, cool. I appreciate you guys. Those are like early on comments. Damn. Because we've been doing this for a long fucking time now. It's so cool. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get into it. Alright, first, just a quick shout out for All I Need. Because I had people reaching out to me recently asking about All I Need t-shirts. Uh, we didn't do a t-shirt for a while. And we finally got one going. Um, we did a small run of our new All I Need Jack of All Trades tee. I believe we did, uh, it was 25, we did a really small run, and uh, they're online, and they're going, they're going fast actually, so if you guys are asking for teas, you're looking for the, the new All I Need tea, it's on our online store right now, you can go to allineedskate.com and you can check it out, $25 free shipping, great quality tea, awesome printing, shout out to Paul Francis Lambert for helping out with that one, he produced the garment and designed it as well it came out awesome 
Uh, okay. And also, another thing about All I Need is we're doing a giveaway on our YouTube channel. If you are on YouTube, head to youtube.com forward slash all I need skate and you can enter our contest. The contest is simple. The video is titled All I Need Skateboard Giveaway Number One and it's simple. There's only two rules. One, you must be subscribed to our channel and two, you must leave a comment letting us know which one of our new boards you like the best and it's the Seafood Vengeance so uh, Seafood Vengeance series so we got my deck which is a puffer fish stony puffer fish um, Timmy Canoe's deck which is a speared fish spearing an old man in the fucking head and uh, Derek Fukuhara's first pro model board which is a uh, sushi it's like um, the octopus and fish are rolling up a human and and eating his ass <laughs> and then we have Cory Goonins which is the clam boil deck which I really love as well um, all the decks came out awesome and uh, we're hyped to give one away so yeah subscribe to our YouTube channel and just leave a comment some people have been leaving some really rad comments man I appreciate it a lot of positive feedback it was cool it's cool to get the positive feedback and to hear genuine feedback you know Sometimes you don't get genuine feedback, you just get bullshit, but dude, a lot of rad shit out there. A lot of rad people, too. Very cool. So yeah, you can check that out right now. We're going to move past that onto... Let me see, my computer's acting a little crazy, but we here. Oh, next, I want... For most of you guys, you know that I'm brand manager for World Industries, which is crazy, which is a fucking... is a trip can't believe I'm in this position such an iconic brand I'm hyped to be a part of it and to be building up their skate team and their whole skate program and bringing back their apparel and decks and everything we do that all here in Taunton and produce everything and it's made in the USA great quality a lot of people when they heard that uh, world was back they or when they do because not a lot you know not everyone knows that world's back um, with skaters in charge you know creating all the content putting a team together producing the apparel, the decks, it's all skaters doing it. Um, a lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people are so passionate about this, uh, about World Industries, and they're fucking assholes about it. They just come out, come out the gates, you know? It's under new ownership, and skaters are in charge. And that's, to me, that's fucking epic, because World Industries is a one-of-a-kind brand. It's been around since 88, over 20 years, and, and it, its roots are in skateboarding. Because skateboarders built the brand originally. Whether it got bought and sold multiple times and, you know, hit a lot of success. And then, you know, the whole industry said, you know, you, you know, kind of sold out. And, you know, it got bought and sold, basically. And then people in charge didn't know what to do with the brand. And, um, I don't know. I'm just thankful that skaters are in charge of it right now. Because, you know, the art has to come from people that skate. The team has to be skating. The roots have to be supported. So... I'm glad that we're kind of safeguarding it and part of it. But uh, I put out a video. World Industries boards are officially back, and it is on their on the World YouTube channel. So YouTube.com forward slash World Industries, and uh, I got a lot of good feedback, and I got some crazy feedback as well. Uh, I'll read some for you. Light EMB says, "Damn, World Industries was my, was my first ever deck. Glad to see him back." Uh, love the team. Kevin has the nicest style. Hell yeah, Kevin Clem's our first amateur rider, and we're building off of that as well. Um, let's see. Drake Knight Graves. I wasn't sure what to expect after the old team kind of 
ended up in other places, but there's too many skater-owned brands going out, so I'm rooting for you, and welcome back to the land of the living. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome back, motherfuckers. Last time I seen one of these decks, I swear the shit was at Toys R Us, and fuck that, so fuck yeah. Yeah, just for everyone out there, none of the clothes or apparel are sold. They're only sold online at worldindustries.com and select skate shops. Only a couple skate shops, to be honest, too. It's starting to grow, and people are hearing about it and reaching out, so that's pretty cool. And the same with All I Need, you know? Just core shops and online. All I Need skateboards as well, so... We're we're not we're not blowing it out everywhere. We're going slow, steady, growing this thing, trying to trying to do it the right way. Um, let me see. We'll move through this. Oh yeah, I also have a pro shoot for World Industries. Um, pretty cool. I'm honored. It's my second one, and uh, it's a great skate shoe. If you're looking for a shoe, it's seventy five dollars. It's gonna hold up, last forever. I skate these things till they're toast. Because they feel good, even when they're toast. They good sole, good suede, built to last. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're sick of all the same bullshit out there, all the same brands, same shoes, you want to try something new? We're making classic shit over at World, so you can check out my shoe there too. Um, let's see. <laughs> the first actual board I got was a World Industries Everlast deck, nine thinner plies for added strength. I helped my dad dig up and transplant a huge tree, so he's takes me to the shop, um, Car City Big Wheels, rest in peace, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, to get that thing. It had indie trucks and bullet wheels. I drew a quarter-sized red Devilman silhouette outlined in white on the grip at the nose. My dad fiberglassed the nose and tail as they were down. As they wore down, that board changed my life over 18 years ago. It snapped, but I still have it in. A box in my closet. I ended up riding nothing but World Industries decks for years after that. Thanks, World. I'm glad to see you guys are back. People love this fucking brand, and they attack me. Um, the comments are pretty insane, which kind of leads me to what I wanted to talk about today was uh, how not to get sponsored, I guess. Like, because I have people reaching out to me all the fucking time, and they're horrible at at trying to figure out how to get sponsored and i get some of these people are young but some of these motherfuckers are mid-20s like trying to get sponsored and they just don't know how to communicate with someone you know um so or like people trying to submit their art and stuff it's insane they'll just send me an email with like a scribbly art thing and like hey will you use this let's put this on something like let's do it and this is super aggressive and it's like dude that's not the way to go about it and, and another thing too a lot of people will do um kind of like a backhanded compliment you know they'll say something nice but then tell you you're doing it all wrong shit like that i get that all the fucking time i actually got a fucking direct message the other day on the world instagram from a pro skateboarder that's in magazines that rides for a brand right now and i'll i'll literally read it to you right now i don't want to blow his name up but i was like god damn is this dude stupid or just unaware I'll pull it up right now. Hold on. Let me see. I don't want to give out his name, but I kind of do. <laughs> uh, I wish I could come up with, like, a way to, like, tell you guys. You guys should guess who it is. <laughs> he's from the East Coast. Or I think he's from the East Coast. He definitely lives on the East Coast. He rides for an East Coast brand. All right, here's what he writes. Um, you, this is all he writes in a direct message. You guys need someone... Like me, come in, 
and rebrand the whole skate media program for world so I'm like through, first of all it's through Instagram a direct message and that's all he writes am I supposed to be like yeah fuck yeah we'll call you up and hire you put you on you should well, everything we're doing sucks you're right <laughs> we just began man I'm just getting the team going we got the decks going we got three graphics out there we got apparel moving and, and people are buying the stuff and stoked on it and I get tons of positive feedback I mean I get some shitty feedback but the positive feedback outweighs the negative all day you know what I mean but yeah I'm like dude you're a pro skateboarder getting a paycheck right now the truth is his sponsor's probably gonna drop him and he knows it so he's trying to fish around for another job but either way not the fucking way to do it and if you're gonna spend, send a sponsor me tape also I'll tell you my email right now it's all I need skate at hotmail.com you could send a sponsor me tape for world or all I need I might not respond if the email is crazy I don't have enough time to respond to every fucking email especially if like I can read the email and tell that the person is unaware of what they're saying they don't realize how they're coming off but if you write down an email where you're just like hey check out my footage would love feedback I'll gladly do it. I'll check out your footage all day, and uh, you never know. If it's fucking epic, maybe there's room on one of the teams to, to flow you, you know? Um, but really, we don't put anyone on, I don't put anyone on either skate team unless I've met them, skated with them, traveled with them, um, got to know them. Because what's the point, you know what I mean? When I start, what if the dude's a dick, or the girl, or whoever? They start sending them shit, and they're dicks to people, and it just makes the brand look bad. So... My advice to someone looking to get sponsored first is either become part of the skate community in your area, and if there isn't one, just start working on building it, you know? There's tons of places that need a skate shop or need a skate park and need skaters to, like, do the work. Like, whether you got to make a DIY spot, just start building something, um, sharing skateboarding, getting people turned on, you know? There's plenty of work to be done. I, I feel like... Um, I guess what I'm saying is we need to give back to skateboarding and not worry about getting anything from skateboarding. And the crazy thing is the more you give back to skateboarding, like the more you do, like as far as, far as like building up community, starting events, starting brands, uh, just helping other people with their brands, helping other people with their events, their skate parks, um, filming, editing, art, the more you give back to skating, the more it'll give back to you. It tends to come around, you know? Um, you end up making tons of friends and you end up having so much fun and all that hard work you 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 put in by creating events and art and everything and like trying to build up skateboarding you have that that's yours you've created it and you can share it and people share it and it's awesome so the best way to get sponsored is first to not even really think about getting sponsored it would be to just start building up a skate team a skate community or contributing in some way you know not wanting something from skating is your first step to like being on your way to getting sponsored <laughs> you don't want nothing from it you're just gonna do awesome shit and you won't you know you won't think about the fucking carrot at the end of the stick you'll just be doing it because you enjoy it and that's the reward and sponsors come and go too that's the big thing you know so even when you do get everything you want, you still got to work at it and it might disappear and you're going to have to keep working, you know? That's life in general, whether it's skateboarding or just your 9 to 5 or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the sponsor me shit thing is insane to me. But maybe that's because I'm 34 right now 
and uh, I don't know, I was fucking 16 sending out sponsor me tapes. I was never as rude as some of these people, though. Straight up. I would always be like, hey, please check out my footage. Here's my footage tape. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, if I can be a part of it or help in any way, let me know. Honestly, I just wanted positive feedback from someone. So that's what I usually do. If it's if the email is legit and someone just like sends me a link and they're like, yeah, check it out. I'll give them positive feedback. I'll watch the whole video and even share it sometime. You know, but if I don't get back to you, it's probably because your email was a little too crazy for me. Maybe I just didn't understand it, but I apologize. Here's a good comment on one of the world on the world video about the new boards. Not to be a dick, but can someone at least try to make this brand relevant again? Damn, that one cuts deep. <laughs> Cause I'm trying. I'm a skater who loves the brand. I remember why it was art awesome. The artwork was so sick. And Flameboy, what Willie, Devilman, those guys are classic. You can tell any story with those characters. You know, you got an antagonist, the protagonist, the instigator, and the Devilman, and good versus evil. It's sick and art. Art is what made World epic to me. Don't get me wrong. The skateboard team and all the skateboarders that that were a part of World, they're legends. They're fucking legends, and, and that is awesome. But for me, it was the art. So, you know, when we brought back the boards, I wanted to make some sick art with a new art. Try, try to start a new chapter. So that's what we did. And then I wanted to start a new team. And I started with Kevin Klein, the young dude who's killing it right now. I'm stoked to be able to hook him up with boards and shoes. Take him on trips. That's my goal. Uh, but yeah, let me see. Um, the Wet Willy, Flame Boy, and Devil Man put it under in the first place. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's true. I think that art turned a lot of people on to skating. I think the people that put it under were the man management, the people that owned it, and they forgot to invest in skateboarding, and they just sold it out. That's what happened. It wasn't World Industries, it's the owners. They fucked it, you know? They weren't, they didn't... They didn't have the best interest. They were just looking at dollar signs. And when something gets super big, it comes becomes just dollars, you know? And uh, that's what happens. And sometimes they don't hire the right people to do the right jobs. And that's what happens, you know? But I'm happy that they reached out to me because I love skateboarding. And I'm always going to... That's all I know about World is the skateboarding stuff, you know? If you're going to rehash old stuff, at least do it when it was good. <laughs> it is, first of all, it's not old stuff. This is new art, new graphics. It might feel like the old stuff because we wanted to start there. We wanted to go bring back that old feeling of world where it was kind of raw, childish, but like, you know, childish but raw and kind of edgy. So we brought back graphics like that. Um, yeah, but honestly, overall, nothing but love. So thank you guys. Thank you to everyone out there that shows love. It's so cool. Alright, let's go through this. We covered all I need, the new tea for those that were asking. Um, like I said, we did a small run and they've been selling. I'm not even sure what we have in sizes for the new Jack of All Trade tea, but it's a fucking soft, nice fitting tea with fucking crispy ass print on it. Paul Francis Lambert killed it, and uh, when it's gone, it's gone. We got small through XL. I don't know if they're all in stock, I'll have to check. But we just did a small run because we're going to move on to the next. So copy while you can, and uh, let's see, I'm going to try to close out some of these things. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, last night was a weird fucking night. Uh, my homie Steph and I went up to Boston um, to be part of a Boston University student film called Speed Queen. Um, 
they asked they reached out to me they hit me up through the edge indoor skate park local park that i live near and uh they found me somehow and the director asked me to help with kind of the stunt side of things so i was already like wait i'm not a stunt guy (laughs) this is gonna be weird i just skateboard you know but then they sent me like the script and uh it was not much not much of a stunt at all um so basically let me see maybe i can read this little this little blurb they have on the site here casting uh rejected all right here we go synopsis when rejected on on prom night because of her disability a brave but insecure high school senior learns to see her wheels as an extension of herself after joining the skater crew in the parking lot so that's Catherine, the lead role she's in a wheelchair and she's hanging out with skaters and like it said what'd she do she was a brave but insecure high school senior learns to see her wheels as an extension of herself so she has to make a jump, basically. So they reach out to me, and they're like, hey, we don't know how to jump someone in a wheelchair. And I was like, fuck, me neither. I didn't say that. I was like, okay. I just kind of listened, really. But in my head, I was like, well, I don't fuck. I never jumped in a wheelchair before. I don't even know what that takes. Um, as I talked to the director, um, she's awesome, Jingru, what's up? She kind of broke it down to me, and she explained um, what they were trying to do. And she came to the skate park, and we hung out for a while. I showed her some of our portable ramps, and she was like, checked it out, and she picked the little wedge ramp. And I was like, thank God, because if we're trying to jump a wheelchair, I don't. we need like a small ramp, and we need pads as well, because they were trying to get us to do it without pads. And I don't know, this is, and they were on a budget. It's a student film for Boston University, which I, which right now I want to say, that's fucking cool to be a part of. I, I'm not, I didn't pay 30 grand, 60 grand, whatever it is to get to Boston University, but I've been, I was there last night. It was weird too, because it was overnight filming. So I had to meet there last night at 1am and stayed till like the sun came up till like six it was, but it was sick. We were in the back of Boston University and we had all these huge lights and white screens and all the movie magic stuff and a bunch of people and catering and it was fucking cool. We just hung out all night and we were working on it. But uh, anyways, sorry. I get sidetracked. I know I do that. Get too excited and go down these little roll holes, rabbit holes. But um, like I was saying, she picked the small wedge ramp, which is awesome. And just this little piece of wood, slanted wedge ramp, you can launch off of it. It's not even knee height tall. It's less than knee height. And uh, she asked if we could borrow that from the edge. And I was like, asked Carol... Um, who owns the edge and she said yep and uh that's what we were launching a wheelchair off so they came to the edge another time after that and they brought a wheelchair we tested it out so i had one of them push me in a wheelchair full speed up to this little wedge ramp that hits pretty hard at the bottom i'm not gonna lie it's like it's not like a smooth transition it's just fucking flat to incline uh and they had to push me pretty fucking pretty fast to get this janky ass normal wheelchair had no suspension or anything. It wasn't like a stunt wheelchair. This fucking rickety old thing was like making all this crazy noise when I'm pushing it. Anyways, they launched me off the fucking wedge ramp. It luckily the first one I fell forward because we didn't get enough speed. But once he got enough speed, he launched me off and I fucking evened out, caught air, rode away my first jump on a wheelchair. <laughs> smooth. It was smooth as shit. 
Uh, once we realized that we could actually jump the wheelchair and we had everything we needed right here and they could borrow it, um, they got pretty confident. And they started emailing me and texting me all the time too because then they were like, can you help to help us with casting? We need some skaters. Um, we need a girl who can who'd be willing to jump in a wheelchair, <laughs> which is a strange type of person to find. But I figured, you know, I'll reach out to some skater girls because they're athletic and epic. Girls are killing it in skating right now. I, I, I teach skateboard lessons and I have two girls right now. Shout out to Allie and Sophie. And they're both young. I think they're like 10. But they both kill it. They both kill it. And they're kind of different in style and their approach. They're different. But they both kill it. And it gets me so stoked. And I love when I have skate lessons with them. Um, I don't know. They're so cool. But anyways, girls in general are crushing it in life and skating. Um, as we all should be, right? All of us. Male, female, whatever. We should all be killing it together we should be working together <laughs> all right don't get me going yet we're not to that part of the podcast where i rant <sighs> sorry just taking a moment to stretch a little i need to stretch more i think everybody does we gotta use it before we lose it and if we stress i mean if we stretch we'll relieve stress i need to do that more so i'm trying to work on that Okay, back to the movie. Back to the BU University film with Jin Gru, the director. And uh, the fact that they, you know, me, <laughs> they reached out to me to help with this as a stunt guy. It's kind of hilarious, but we got it. And um, yeah, so I casted, I found my friend Steph, who, shout out, New England female uh, skateboarders. Um, Steph, she kills it, and I reached out to her. She came. She had to jump in a wheelchair. She was a little nervous because we're in the alleyway with this sketchy wheelchair and just a wedge ramp and little, you know. Finally, they brought out the big pads, and I was like, all right, that's good. She got a little more um, comfortable. So we ended up going to the college and practicing it one more time. They called it rehearsal. Checked out. They made us put on the clothes, the pants I was wearing were way too tight. I ended up having to do, like, some weird little bail in the movie, like where I ollie off the wedge ramp and just fall on purpose. Um, because the guy they had that was going to do it, uh, he bailed out. So they were like, oh, can you do it? Last second, I was like, I'm in. So we go there. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. We're hanging out, all the stuff. Um, we start practicing the wheelchair thing, which I'm pretty confident about because we, you know, we practiced it at the park. And then we got there, and um, Steph was down. First few tries, she was a little nervous and scared. And it kept being like, can we do it without the pad? And I'm like, dude, you don't understand. If we launch this wheelchair, there's no suspension, like, I'm pushing super fast and launching off a wedge ramp. It's gonna hurt. We did it at the skate park, you know, like, and it hurt me. I remember it fucking hurt under my arms. I had bruises the next day. I was like, we have to do this like fucking a million times, you know, like 15 times or something, 10 times. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna do this to her. And she was nervous as hell. But we had pads. Shout out to RP uh, at Protech for the donating the pads to this project. I, that's really cool, you guys, and uh, of you, RP, as well. Um, and we were using the elbow pads and the helmet last night, safety first. Um, it was cool, man. It was catering. You know, I ate way too much food. It was late, so I just kept eating because I was tired and needed sugar. It was cool to be walking around the school, though. I got to, like, walk through their, like, where they make their movies, you know? 
was sick to see that. So cool to me. Um, but yeah, so Catherine, the lead female, but you know her name's Steph. She's the stunt woman. Uh, crushes it, and then Jack's the lead. They're trying to get me. They just even they just text me today, seeing if I could find some more people to get in the film. You know, um, so I text a couple homies, see if they'll get in there. But yeah, pretty cool. I'm hyped to be a part of it. I'm, I saw the shots, and they're all close up, and they look sick. They had these really nice cameras as well. Um, but yeah, I'm hyped to see the project. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's fun to be a part of something like that. And everyone's killing it, and it was super. Everyone's super nice too. So shout out to everybody at the Speed Queen uh, movie set. You guys crush. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get home till like six. Oh, man. I've been drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> I think I started off talking about coffee. I like coffee, though. Sometimes you can drink too much. Gotta balance out the drugs here. Drug intake. I'm gonna probably not drink coffee tomorrow now. That's the rule. Um, okay, I wanted to go to... Facebook. I got a really sick um, message from someone, and it meant a lot to me. Uh, I won't say their name, because, you know, I don't know if they'd want to be out there but I just thought it was really cool and this type of feedback means a lot to me and it touches on realness and I like realness I like talking about it um being open expressive and vulnerable but be around people that aren't gonna attack you or make you feel insecure or put you down or play some weird games you know like <clears throat> whether it's in person or online it's nice to have people around that are willing, you know, weaknesses can be your strength. You know, you can make it a strength by just showing yourself and being vulnerable, but not letting someone take advantage of you, but being able to keep putting it out there and trusting people and to a certain degree, you know. That's hard to do sometimes, especially if you grow up in uh, crazy situations, you know. You get used to people kind of being evil daily, subtly. Not even realizing their actions and how it can get kind of crazy. I've been there. Personally, I've not been aware of my actions and had to learn. Oh, my lady Dash's uh, client's coming in. I think. Maybe not. They're just driving by. Anyways, back to, back to this message. Once Elwood stops barking. Oh, yes, they are here. We'll, we'll let it pass. We'll let Elwood bark his face off. Because he's not going to stop. We have to get, like, treats. We took El Elwood and Emma to dog training. We did one time. And uh, it helped. It helped. But the barking with Elwood is the one that we've kind of neglected. Because I'm trying to get them to wait before we get run out the door. They like to bully me. They like to pull the whole walk. They like to be the first out the door, first in... They just like, they're like our child, you know, they're our children, and uh, we love them to death, so we let them just get away with crazy shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was funny when we started implementing some of the rules that uh, the dog training lady gave us. Um, they were, the Elwood and them were so confused, they're like, wait, what? You can't get away with that? Wait, what? They like, looked at me like, oh, insulted. I'm like, you guys are walking on top of me, bro. <laughs> well, we're trying to work this out. Um, but yeah, once I once I let them know, I'm like, all right, this shit don't fly no more. I know your cuteness usually lets you get away with it, but it's not paying the bills out with an Emma. <laughs> I'm so full of shit. 
I'm trying really hard to to train these dogs and so we can have some normalcy in our life. Especially Emma, like on the walks, she pulls the whole time. I can't tell you how annoying it is to have a dog pulling you around the whole block where your shoulders like just fully extended and you're like getting like it's insane. I've kind of figured it out. She's like so hyper vigilant. She's very aware. She's a small little dog that has a lot of energy and she doesn't get enough walks. Or I'm trying to. I gotta walk him today actually, between skating and work and life and just in and out. Me and my lady are both super busy. We're we enjoy it. We're hustling, making shit happen. You know, doing what you gotta do to move forward. But you know, Elwood and Emma. You know, I'm trying to give them a little little more walks than they need i want them tired you know what i mean they need they got energy too dogs sit around all day you know what I mean? some people get their animals super fat and lethargic it's not good <laughs> 2017 right is there any social justice warriors out there looking out for fat animals there has to be for sure exists but anyways yeah don't get your dog or cat super fat just because you don't want to take, give them the proper energy. If anyone does that, don't do that. Because that's shitty. They're just like us. They need to be social. They need to move. They need to go around. They need to smell different stuff. Experience different stuff. Mundaneness is crazy. Even for animals. You know, you'd like drive anyone crazy, right? Solitaire. Put you in a fucking box. You just, you, it's over and over and over. Anyways, rambling's over and I'm going back to the the message. I know I do that a lot, but I'm trying to get more organized because I got a lot of shit to say, but um, sometimes I just jump around. But anyways, um, I won't say their name, but they wrote, dude, thanks so much for being a positive force in skateboarding and your awesome podcast. I've been going through some gnarly stuff in my life. Nonverbal, I think it's autistic son getting attacked on a daily basis at his his old high school or his old school last year. School and Ministry of Education doing nothing and wife and my wife having heart condition that our hospital missed for over two years, then didn't bother to treat. That put me in a black hole of depression. Listening to your podcast really helped me put some things in perspective and also de-stress. First, let me say thank you. Thank you for, like I said, thank you for opening up for sharing and you know not asking for anything just literally sharing just open you know being vulnerable and sharing and letting people know how you feel and how our interaction went it means a lot to me you know it really fucking does that's why this podcast exists really and uh man that's such a hard that's some hard times for sure um just being attacked at school is some bullshit, right? People can be vicious. They don't realize it, you know? I remember being in school and having all these issues. Because at home, we're in the projects. You know, like we're in the fucking trailer park. I lived in trailer parks. I lived in projects. I lived in Section 8. You know, government housing. Where they give you somewhere to live. Because you can't, you can't figure the fuck out, you know? So... And I remember going to school and just having these issues that not everyone could relate to. And I would go and I'd already be on edge. And then there'd be kids or people at school that would be so careless with their words. And uh, kind of ruthless with what they say and how they acted. 
and it was almost like okay, childish, you know? And that's fine. But there's always people out there, you know, that are sitting there that have gone through some shit that is weighing on them super heavy. They don't know the safety you know. They don't know the confidence you know. They don't know, you know, the self-respect. Because that's not what they experienced. So those people exist. They're out there, you know. I'm one of them. We're one of them. Everyone's one of them, I guess. Um, And it can go both ways, you know. People that come from means and money and like, it's not their fault. Some people are sheltered. They don't understand, you know. So, um, that seems like a tough road too. If like, you're always sheltered and always taken care of and never were allowed to go out and live life and experience and fall on your face and like, experience some of the rawness of life. Like, that seems like a tough road too. But, but I'm just saying like, damn, to get bullied at school and not have the school or ministry of education. What the fuck is ministry of education? Sounds like, some crazy shit. I'm going to look that one up. Does every school have that? Um, but yeah. And then and then to have your wife have the heart condition that our hospital missed for over two years. Whew. That's real life shit, you know? Like, that's your lady. You have kids. That's fucking... Especially, and then think about today. Think about where we're at in 2017 with healthcare. Think about the political system at that. Think about the messages out there. Think about how careless people are with their words and their actions and how it's been. Especially the people in power. And they forget about, you know, people that the healthcare like, dude. You have to go to the hospital, pay for MRIs and x-rays, thousands of dollars. Most people are scraping by, just barely paying their bills or, you know. And then you put a little bit of your extra money into something you enjoy and you feel bad about it. You know what I mean? That's kind of crazy. Man. It, it's crazy to me that we didn't look at humans and go, what do humans need to live? To just exist. And then find a way to cover that. You know what I mean? Because if you really care about humans... You're going to want to cover their basic needs first so they can flourish. Make sure the roots are protected of the human. We need water. We need food. We need shelter. We need, we need family. We need structures. We need things that help us progress in life. And uh, maybe we got away from it. I don't know. But like I think about today and it's not that. It's like it doesn't seem like that's what the priority is is taking care of human needs we need health care people get sick and hurt that's part of life that should be covered we should find a way to monetize we should find a way to make money to cover that as a government it's like it's so infuriating because it's like it's treating the symptom not the problem like we should cover the needs we should figure out what humans need in life and then figure out a way to get everyone covered on that and then we can make money you fucks you can't just like you it pisses me off because i think about humans and how people their business model is to make money off of ruining families and lives like think about all the structures out there that are hard and impossible to understand 
and they're just the most important things in your life. And they're just there and they're making money off of you. It's insane. We should find a way to monetize so like we take care of our needs so like people can live and build off of their needs. We need our needs covered is what I'm saying. Because otherwise you're just struggling for life always in survival mode. I know this. That's how I grew up. I'd like to move past it. It's a lot. Of, it's heavy. It weighs on you. Sorry. <laughs> Think about this shit all the time though. I feel like we're getting it. The people. I feel like average people that are working, that live these lives that aren't, you know, that, that are just trying to survive, as survivors, get it. Because we're trying to survive and build families and build our, try to make, transfer over our jobs. We're trying to transfer from working a job that we could care less about just because we have to scrape for pennies to survive to monetizing our passions so we can actually make money enjoying what we do in our time with other people that do that. I feel like that's what we're all trying to do. I hope so. So I feel like there needs to be structures to help people th flourish. When we first started All I Need, the brand, it was Thrive, Prosper, Rise because we wanted to grow, you know? We wanted to prosper. We want to rise. We want to see where we can go. We want this ride to be amazing. That's what everyone wants, right? Something that's not moving, it's not good. We have to grow. We have to move. It's a ride. It's a whole spectrum. We have the whole spectrum of the ride. We get robbed of it so people can fucking steal it. <laughs> we get robbed of it so people can have yachts, apparently. <sighs> ah. But any, I'm sorry to go on the rants, but this shit just touches my heart, you know. Like, I'm sorry about what you're going through, homie, with your son, with your um, son having issues at school and your wife. Um, depression's gnarly as fuck. Been there. The way to the way to defeat depression is by reaching out and talking to people like you are, and hopefully you listen to this and I can help in any way possible, um, even if it's just with words. Um, I just want to say that nothing lasts forever. So, like, if you hang in there, you can weather the storms. Like, I've had plenty of storms in my life where one bad thing happens. And you're, like, trying to pick the pieces up. Then another thing happens that's earth-shattering. And you're just like, fuck. That's depression. So, I get it. You go down that rabbit hole. You're like, damn, too many pieces. How many times can you hit? It's like in a fight, you get hit 20 times. Imagine getting hit 20 times. And you're like, fuck. And you get knocked out, right? And most people drop in two. Fucking sitting there surviving 20 shots. And 20 is modest in life. Life is long, you know? It goes on. That's the thing that people forget is life is long. And it goes on. And we can, we gotta try to um, weather these things that happen to us, you know? And we have to make sure that we're not, you know, making these things happen by bad patterns or bad reactions. And um, I did that for a long time. I'm not saying that you are, but 
I know I did that. I made things harder on myself. I dealt with like a lot of heavy shit as a kid that wasn't my fault and that wired me to kind of fall apart. And then as you get older, if you don't fix those problems, skeletons in the closet, bad habits, bad pathways, like if you don't really look at it and you shove it away, a lot of people do drugs to run from their problems, you know? And that's bad because they don't, they don't go anywhere, you know? And you have to deal with them. And if you don't, they're going to run your life. They're going to be a part of your ride for a lot longer than you'd like and maybe cause a lot more stress. And people forget, you know, after a while. It just becomes, you get comfortable in losing. <laughs> and that becomes your pattern, you know? And losing in every situation, that's why they say you're a loser. <laughs> but you get comfortable in that. Pessimistic, angry. All these feelings and words, they're real, very much. And then you start to hurt yourself. That's the fucking worst. Because you're doing it to yourself, you know? And then when you're doing it to yourself and then something crazy, earth-shattering happens, like, you know, someone you love has to go to the hospital for a heart condition or someone passes away or an accident, a car accident. And then you just feel buried. But you're not. I promise you that. All it takes is one inch going in the other direction and then another and then another and if you can work on your focus and discipline and try to look at your own self and actions and try to see the outcomes that come from it and if you want to change it just take one inch in the direction that you want to go you can do that I promise you I'm a living example of that and it's a struggle but the more people around that you have that are doing that it gets faster. Your progress gets faster. And you guys can fucking do anything together. Build the fucking communities, brands, whatever you want to do. For healthy and happy and going in a positive direction. We can literally do. We can move worlds. We can change worlds. Use your power for good, people. Not evil. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for sharing. And I'm... Yeah, I'm sorry about everything, but stay strong and, uh, you know, weather the storm and things will get better. I promise. Um, yeah, moving along. I, I, I lost my mom last year. Shit was super hard. So I, I can relate, man. And fucking kicking the balls, you know? Several times. Shit was hard. Still dealing with it. When you lose someone too, that's like the worst. It's with you forever. It's not always there. It's not a constant problem, but it's there. You have those days where you're like, fuck. You just feel it all day long. Despair. That's the word. So, I'm with you at times, man. But I'm weathering these storms, you know? Lost my father at 13 too. And uh, that one comes up once in a while. Sometimes it's more positive. I've been learning how to, t like, not go into that despair pit and just try to think about the positive memories with people and, you know, the positive things. Focus on those. That's what, you know, depression puts you focused on all the shitty stuff of life and the losses, you know. You can't focus on those. They're there, yes, they exist, but the, the ride's long. We could have more good times than bad times. We really can. I believe that. So, let's keep it going. Um, let me see. Moving forward. 
I think I talked I talked about the giveaway for all I need. For sure, just subscribe to the All I Need channel and leave a comment, and you're in the running. And uh, in two weeks, I'm gonna pick a winner. I'm gonna take all the names of everyone that leaves a comment. I'm gonna chop them up, put them in a hat. I'll film myself, draw out the winner. I might do more than one one winner too. I'm not sure yet, depending on what we have in stock, you know. But I'm hyped to be in this position to give away a board. Uh, especially one of our new ones. It's crazy to have four models out. I'm really hyped to have Derek Fukuhara on the All I Need team. He's been my homie forever, and we used to ride for World together when it was under different management. And Derek has such good style, style and grace. The man is just—he—he he looks how you—he sh looks on a skateboard how you should. In the same vein of like some of the greats out there, you know, like the same, the same style and approach. It's—you can tell. But it's uniquely his. And I'm really hyped to have Derek Fukuhara. That's how you pronounce his last name. Fukuhara. Um, his first board, man. The Sushi 8.1. Uh, I believe it's an 8.1 Sushi deck. And it seems like overwhelmingly people are liking that one. Well, it's getting close now. It's mine, Derek's, and, and it's actually... I should go through and look. Because I, it's, I remember it started to even out. It got ridiculous. At first, it was just all people were back and... We're like, yeah, I like Derek Sushi deck. And then it started, pop, mine started popping off. And I'm all, all of them had a little bit of section there. So I got to go through and check them out. Um, my personal favorite, favorite though, is the Timmy Knuth Spear deck. That's my favorite. And I think that's a 8-3. But I love the colors, and I just, that one crushes. Um, and then there's also Corey Goonan, who is our first organic pro and fucking kills it. If you like people that skate with a lot of pop and smooth super smooth and is kind of lanky and look like aliens then you're gonna love Corey Goonan dude fucking kills it he's my favorite skater hands down um and he's our first organic pro for all I need took him skydiving and uh when he landed we had all his well when he was up in the sky all his family and friends came over we we had him meet up there and have his first pro model board and uh, they made signs and shit. So he's up in the airplane freaking out about to skydive for his first time. And uh, <laughs> handles that. And then he lands and he's like adrenaline's going and he's fucking... And then there's like his family holding up signs in his first pro model board. It was sick, man. We filmed the whole thing. It's on All I Need to Skate on YouTube. Uh, we were just trying to make it an epic day, dude. That was the goal. It was like, dude, if we could turn our... If we could... We could actually grow this brand to like turn someone pro that was one of our huge goals and i was like let's fucking do it let's make this unforgettable because it should be it's like amazing being a pro skateboarder is one of the coolest things in the world i i feel to to get that and to experience that is so cool and uh only so many people do you know it's like not everyone can do it you know but you know, i'm really happy that we were able to get to that earn that position you know and turn them pro and Gooden kills it, man. If you go back and watch our videos, uh, our first one, Thrive, Prosper, Rise, um, that's on you, our YouTube channel. And uh, if you type in All I Need Skate, Thrive, Prosper, Rise, um, to watch him in that was unbelievable. He's so fucking good. And then uh, if you watch our newest video, In the Trenches, um, he kills it, too. Gooden kills it. So, yeah, that's our YouTube giveaway. I'll move forward. Okay, um, next I wanted to talk about the New England Am. It's a little, it's kind of far away, but, um, 
but I want to talk about it because I'm really hyped for this year. I can't believe we've been doing this for four years, dude. I remember when we did the first year and when I came up with the idea, I was like, New England Am Contest, we need one in the Northeast. There's too many fucking good skateboarders out there in New England and, and beyond. But, like, seriously, as I started working on All I Need and growing the skateboard brand and making clothes and decks, I started reaching out to skate shops in, in New England and I started going around. I'm like, damn, there's, like, so many – we got so many states so close by that there's a bunch of shops pop pop up and they have space to build skate communities, you know? And each of these communities are churning out fucking epic skateboarders. I'm like, holy shit. And, and I used to go down to, um, I mean, I still do, go down to Tampa Pro and Tampa Am, and those are sick. But, like, I'm looking up in the Northeast and I'm like, dude, none of these dudes, maybe one or two, get to come down to this contest. But they're killing it. They're on the fucking level. Like, they should be at the Tampa Am. So I was like, fuck it. Just, I know all these shops because I've been going there, driving there, shaking hands, meeting people, just letting them know like, hey, I started a skate brand in the recession. All I need is skateboards. You know? I hope you feel the same. Let's get it. You know, Let's grow out of this fucking recession and build skateboarding. Build a sick skateboarding world. I'm in fully. Name the brand that. You know, And there's a lot of people like that. So I go around shops just letting them know. You know? Like, let's do this. Let's fucking do this. And... Um, and I just told him, I was like, I realized we needed a fucking New England Am. We needed a skate jam that's on the level. It's a skate event. I don't even like calling it contest because it doesn't feel like a contest. It literally is all the skate shops come. Well, we have we have multiple divisions. We start with 14 and under. I wanted to do the 14 and under because there's tons of little dudes that fucking shred. More than ever nowadays. Little dudes, dudes, and dudette, dudettes, like I was saying earlier. And so much style, and they perfect what they're doing, and they're getting better and better, and it's like, skateboarding's hard. So when I see that, I admire the fuck out of that, and I was like, look, 14 and under division has to happen. There's enough people. Let's do it. We did it. You know, We're on our fourth year, but the first year was amazing. Second year, third year, everyone killing it. Every time we get a little bit better and we progress and the inches are adding up with this event, you know? We're adding different pieces. Like my homie Mike Gerard came in and helped me with registration, which was amazing. You know, my lady helped out. Lady Dash helped out, and a lot of friends and everyone pulled in. And Westgate made trophies for the winners, and a bunch of brands gave out gave a bunch of prizes for the, all the people that participated. We did a product toss. Um, we also did um, 15 and over division because I wanted to do. Originally, I was like, we have to do a skate shop division where skate shops come and destroy it. They bring three riders each. They get three minutes on the course, or I think it's three minutes. I have to look at the paperwork. But um, three riders from one shop, all homies, come out, destroy the course, you know, and then we'll move on to the next shop. That's the skate shop division. I was like, that's what it's going to be, like almost like basketball bracket style where, like, you just put it all out there. And the coolest thing is Skater's Edge or The Edge Indoor Skate Park, it has everything in it. It's a huge, it's 30,000 square feet. So, like, our, the part where we run the park... Well, I mean, run the event, the skate contest, the New England Am. It has everything. You can't be biased because it's like there's huge transition. There's little transition. There's medium transition. There's small rail. There's big rail. There's medium rail. There's ledges, flat, down, up, over. There's everything in in our section. So, like, the first year, ledge skaters won. There was just a box, and they were doing the most technical shit ever. And they just had the day. They killed it harder than everyone with their style and discipline. 
And then the next year, it was gnarly tranny rippers that just fucking caught sparks that day and destroyed the biggest tranny and, like, grinding off the edges of, like, 10-foot quarter pipes into other quarter pipes and transferring it into crazy shit. It was insane, is my point. It was a completely different style. And then so on with the next year. Solstice, I believe, won. And they had all-terrain rippers, and they could do a little bit of everything. And it was sick to watch them destroy the rails and the ledges and the tranny. It was insane. And it's like the judges have been... um um, sorry, Brandon Westgate, Dave Pachinski, Manny Santiago, Donnie Barley, um, legendary East Coast homegrown skateboarders, you know, from this area that grew up at and were sponsored by these shops like Pioneer and Solstice and, you know, that Donnie had Fountain of Youth for a while going and Westgate, the skate shop in Wareham. And, um, but yeah, and then the 15, so that was the original idea. And then I was like, well, we got to have people, f- we got to have a division for those that are not on a skate shop, you know, aren't riding for a skate shop, because not everyone is, and there's dudes that are killing it, so I was like, we'll do 14 and under for the little dudes, 15 and over for those dudes that don't have shop sponsors, you know, and then we'll do the shop uh, division, and that's how we've been doing it, every year, except for um, one year, we just added different things, you know, so like, the second year, I think we added a best trick, which was wild, we made a gap to Hubba, and dudes got booked, switching nose ground was insane. Um, there was a lot of crazy shit that year. It was insane. <laughs> Every year has been like this crazy, crazy party celebration and homies and nonstop skating where it's unbelievable skating. And everyone's a part of it. Loudest cheers and insane. I'm working on trying to figure out a way to get a live stream for this thing so I can share it with everyone because I, I, it's not fair. I've had the last three years, it's an epic weekend. We turned it into a two-day event because it was heavy. A lot of shops over, I think it was like 30 shops came. Um... 100 kids and 15 and over fucking same with 14 and under just super heavy like in the park can handle it so it's pretty epic and we we added um yeah we did one we did a snowman bowl jam one, one year too that was sick protect sponsored it and that was fucking crazy because snowman bowl at the edge is insane to skate it's gnarly i mean i can skate it but you know I, I got limits <laughs> but some of these dudes are unbelievable with like the pool coping and the bowl and just like their limits the sky you know what I mean like they're blasting the fuck off and uh dude that was heavy that was last year that was so heavy it was sick um but yeah New England Am's coming up I guess the whole rant was to tell you that it's coming up and we picked some dates and I usually look at Skate Park of Tampa to compare but I don't think they have their dates yet so I'm just going to go ahead and set our date. Fuck it. Let me look at the... If you're on Instagram um, and you want to follow so you get reminders and all the updates with the contest, you can follow us on Instagram at New England Am. New England Am. And it's going to be November 4th and 5th, 2017. And if there's a shop... If, you're, if, you, if you live near a shop and you think they should be in the contest... Yeah, let show them the Instagram. Let them know. And uh, if if you work at a shop or you own a shop and you're listening and you want to get down, hit me up. All I need skate at hotmail dot com. And uh, let's do this. My homie Dan from Graffiti Skate Zone came from Florida. That was sick. We had shops from all over, even outside New England. Skaters came in from California. 
it's insane every year it's growing it's so cool man i'm honored to be a part of whatever we're doing with this you know this year we might even let um not let but we might offer you know space to set up tables for the brands because i've noticed a lot of brands popping up in new england skate brands and I, I don't mean just like skateboard brands i just mean skate inspired brands so you know people making t-shirts apparel brands skating knickknacks like there's all types of hustles going on right now like people are finding ways to monetize things and they're inspired by skating and they're skaters you know it'd be sick to have like a little set up some tables and let people come hang out and and uh do it at the contest because then all everyone's going to be there all the shops will be there so i'm going to work on this um but it, it's not till november but mark your calendars and if you want to get involved and you're part of a skate shop and you want to get your team involved like I said, hit me up, all in Eastgate at hotmail.com. And thank you to everyone that's helped build us, helped get us to the fourth year. So sick, man. So cool to me. It's crazy with all these things that I've been doing, the money that I make goes right back into it. I literally just want to keep growing and enjoy it because I think we can we can create a whole skate world here. We got all we got all we got all we need right here. You know what I mean? Like everyone's so talented you know and so working and, and growing and learning and like we're all becoming more self-aware and it's awesome and i literally think we can build a skate industry and everything right here in new england and beyond you could do this anywhere you know and I, I know there's people out there doing that right now and i respect all you motherfuckers trying to make this all work it'd be sick to like live what we love a little bit you know some people just love making art usually our needs are modest you should find ways to monetize them, and I, I'm trying with you guys. I love you fucking guys. <laughs> um, all right, back to the edge. If you can't tell, I love the skate park. It's insane. The edge indoor skate park. I moved here. I moved to Taunton, Mass. because of the skate park, because I knew the winters were going to be here, and they were going to fucking suck if I didn't live near an indoor park. And that's plain, plain and simple, because I need to skate. I need to sweat, I need to feel my heartbeat, but even more importantly, I need to film it, because I fucking love filming it, because people kill it, I need to be a part of it, the whole community, all that shit, so I moved here to Taunton, and um, me and my lady bought our house from the people that own the skate park, they were awesome, they sold us our first house, you know, or we're buying our house, you know, and uh, yeah, fucking, this place means a lot to me, I even the screen printing and embroidery job, where, you know, the warehouse where we store all the all-I-need stuff, that was because of Carol from the Edge Indoor Skate Park. She suggested that place to me. We built up a relationship, and, you know, they help grow the skateboarding apparel side of things for all-I-need and world, and that was because of the park. The park is so crucial here, and uh, thankfully, Carol hired me to do the events, and I started doing taking the day a week to, like, focus on events for the Edge. So we can grow this and get more people involved, have more events, more stuff to pop off and do, and have more people working at the park. And I don't know. So we we designed the lock-in. <laughs> it's the first ever at the Edge Indoor Skate Park, and it's going to be this Friday. So it's Wednesday now. So two days, Friday, June 30th, 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. Fully locked in the skate park. <laughs> it's going to be sick. I've worked on the schedule, so... It's only $40, which is pretty sick. And you get dinner, which is going to consist of pizza, crushing it, and breakfast, which is going to consist of Dunkin's, bro. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> but I'm not mad at that. But I'll give you a little rundown of the schedule before I go. You can hear a train outside right now. Damn. 
Okay, so the schedule. We first you got to bring sleeping bag and money for snacks or drinks, you know, because you might get thirsty. We got water and we got sugar water too. Um, 9 p.m. Meet and greet. I figure we'll go. Everyone show up because I'm not I'm not exactly sure how many people yet. People have been signing up, so I know it's like 10, 15, maybe more. At least last week that was, so hope maybe more. And uh, I figure we'll meet, greet, and you know what's cool about this lock-in is it's skaters, bikers, and scooters. It's not like just a skate one, not a because the park's huge. And to be honest, I kind of want to meet these bikers and scooter dudes because a lot of the bikers are cool as fuck, and I know them like casually, but I never hung out in session with them. And uh, the scooter kids are just little kids. They're out there at the skate park trying to have fun. I mean. We don't really have like any 20 year old scooters going for it because I don't know, I don't know, it's kind of, I don't know if that's what it is but or if it hasn't got to that point but most of the scooter kids, they're young as hell and they like skating so they like skating as well. They just maybe need someone to be cool to them so I'm hyped to hang out with you guys really and just check it out, you know, see what you guys do in your session. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to meet, greet, say what up and then... Um, 9.30, we'll go to the small room, which is the small... There's a small room at the skate park that we built a mini skate park in. I figure we'll start there because um, the ages are 10 to 17. You know, I'm assuming we're going to be in the beginner range. We'll go there. We'll shred. We'll make sure everyone can roll and push and get things going. And um, then at 10.30, we're going to do pizza and skate shop hangout. So we'll have some pizza in the skate shop, talk shop, hang out. Um answer any questions about skating and I know Case uh, my homie Case who BMX is going to be an instructor so he can answer all the questions about BMXing and I'm sure he can handle any questions about scoot scooting <laughs> um, people get mad at me for the scooter thing I know I can't get into it right now but like I don't know it's weird anyways and then 11.30pm um, skate tag I'm hyped for that so you can't touch the ground ground's lava you can run on the ramps and usually you pick one or two people to be it depending on how many people are there um two people are it and they gotta tag everyone and you gotta chase them around but it gets tricky because you're like running down these big ramps because you can run on them but then you have to like jump on your board and you can't touch the ground so people are <laughs> slamming left and right it's always fucking madness but it's so fun i haven't done it in a while to be honest and then i also asked carol at the edge to uh, purchase some dodgeballs, and we're gonna get bucked with these things. People are gonna get dodgeballed up. They haven't played dodgeball in a long time. That'll be at midnight. <laughs> uh, and then 1 a.m. we'll have a main park jam. So that's the big part where we do the New England Am contest, and we'll all just skate there. And the, oh, and what I forgot to mention was I want to film all. I want to film a bunch of everything. I'm gonna make a whole video so we can use it to promote it. You know, like hey, this is our first lock-in. Check it out. You know, when we do our second one, if we are fortunate enough to do a second one, let's hope this one's successful. That's why I'm working really hard is to like make this work because I, I think it's really cool and it'd be rad to keep it, keep doing this and grow it. You know, if we can grow it, then there's going to be more people we need to help out at the park, which is cool. You know, I know there's a lot of young dudes that could use a day or two of work just working at a skate park. I would not be mad at that. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, cold ass coffee. Which I don't mind. I like iced coffee, but hot to cold is weird. Gotta heat it up. Alright, so main park jam. And then 2 a.m., group group photo and chill. That seems... Usually that seems pretty weird to me. Like, group photo? Like, I don't know. But uh, I put that in there. Because I was like, fuck yeah. 
I'm super hyped on this. This is our first one. Like, this place means a lot to me, and it means a lot to everybody in this area. We hold it down. Like, this place is our sanctuary in the winters, for real. So many people come. Like, I, I've met some of the best people at this skate park, for real. It's amazing to me. Um, passionate, strong, smart, crazy, awesome people. Daredevils. Brave. On and on and on and on and on. And, uh, yeah, so I was like, we need a group photo. And then we need to chill a little bit, you know? Hang out again. I want to get to know people. If they're at the park, let's do it. If you guys are down, let's do it. And then 3 a.m., Flat Ground Madness, which I'm stoked on. Because skating, Flat Ground's amazing. And I want to see what the bikers can do on flat, too. And I'm curious if Scooter's got anything. Or if it's hard after a while. Get tired real quick, maybe. Um, 4 a.m., we'll do the Long Bowl Jam and Sticker Slap. So I'm assuming at 4 a.m., dudes are going to be tired. So, let's go to the fucking long bowl. It's this huge bowl that's long as shit. It's like, I don't even know how long, 60 feet long or something? I don't know. But you can pump around the bowl at the end, in the back, in the front, and you like, whip around flying. So, I'm like, this should be chaos, but fun. We're going to have to get people in there, maybe in sections. Maybe the skaters go down first, bikers go in second, scooters go in last, or vice versa. But we all watch each other, check out what each other can do. Kind of show each other what we can do, too, when we get our turn, so... <clears throat> that's going to be super fun. And that thing, you know, you're going to be tired, but your legs are going to be fucking exhausted after that. <laughs> this is what I do for my skateboard lessons, too. Like, I, I don't... I want to skate when we do this stuff, you know what I mean? Um, oh, and sticker slap's fun. We got a bunch of edge stickers and all I need stickers, and you got to run up the vert wall, jump up, slap that thing up there, see how high you can get it. Well, you can do it in the... We'll do it in the over bowl, because you can't... We have an over bowl in that long bowl, so you can't get to the top. You got to slap it up and... We'll see who can get to the top, tallest sticker slap you can get. You gotta run up, tranny, jump up, slap that thing, and slide down on your ass. It's fucking fun. Once again, exhausting at 4 a.m., but gonna be fun. And then 5 a.m. is breakfast in a movie. I figured we'll eat some Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, I'll have coffee for sure. And then uh, put on a movie. If you guys got any idea what movie I should put on for breakfast at the edge, uh, hit me up. Let me know. On uh, Instagram at Anthony Shetler or at All I Need Skate either or let me know which movie I should play because I haven't really put any thought into that. I thought about putting on a skate movie or like, but then I was like I'd have to put on a BMX scoot one. But what if we just put on a movie like nothing to do with skating, biking, scooting, just a good classic breakfast movie? What's a breakfast movie? Let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what we can come up with. That'd be sick. And then 6 p.m. Or 6 a.m. The show goes on. You, you're, it's just $40 and we're going to do all this. It's insane. Um, 6 a.m. Snowman Bowl Jam. Which is, you know, if you thought you were tired in the long bowl. The snowman. That's why I figured I'd put breakfast and movie in between there. Because skating tranny super hard. Get a rest. Breakfast movie. Then skating um, the snowman bowl. Which is more transition. But so much fun because there's way too many corners to hit, so it's gonna be sick. You can just go any which way. There's lines for days, and it's always super fun. And I like to go down the waterfall and toilet bowl and the big wall. Super fun. Uh, and then 7 a.m. I was like, dude, by this time, if dudes aren't sleeping, because I'm hoping everyone brings sleeping bags, if they're not sleeping by seven, which I don't think. I think some people will still be up. We're gonna do the foam pit. We have this massive foam pit there, and it's super fun. You can climb over the wall, jump off, you can launch in. We have these huge roll-ins that you could do, like, double backflips if you wanted. It's like Woodward, basically. Like, that type of level shit. And, 
kids get very innovative and I want to film all their stunts so they get pretty wild into that foam pit it's always a good time things filthy as fuck though gonna tell you that right now I'll go in once twice and then I feel disgusting but fun as hell so yeah we'll do 7am foam pit mission I wonder if that's ever went down before at the park probably not someone would have had to wake up at 7am have the keys and get in there didn't happen uh, 8 a.m. Mellow Mini Ramp Jam. We got this little, like, four-foot mini ramp. Super mellow, but super fun. So we'll mellow it out right there, hang out, kind of wind up the time. And then 9 a.m., goodbye. Peace. And then our first lock-in's done. I'm glad I got to talk it out with you guys because it's nice to talk it out, visualize it in my head. And then when I get there, since I organize this whole thing, I got to kind of lead through it, you know. So it's nice to talk about it on the show because now I kind of pictured it with you guys and I can see it. I can see how fun it is and... We can work towards that when I get there. So Friday, June 30th. And like I said, it's ages 10 to 17. So if you're listening and you want to come be a part of it, come. And if you think you're like, you know, if you think it's all going to be just little kids, like I said, you're 16, 17, you can shred. You just want to come have a fun night and be locked in a skate park for a little time. Dude, come. Don't, don't be worried about little kids. And these little kids are going to be dudes that are looking up to you in the future. So come shred with us. It's going to be sick. Um, yeah, and that's about it, man. I think I covered everything today. Covered more than I expected to. We talked about depression and some real shit in there. <laughs> I don't know. I need to do this, though. I need to talk about this stuff, so I appreciate this platform to do this. And uh, I got another guest coming up uh, next week. I'm hyped. My homie, DeVille Nunes. DeVille's a fucking homie. I've known him forever. I think he's from Jersey. Originally from Africa, man. He would tell me that all the time. And I thought he was a liar. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's the raddest dude. He's done a lot of cool shit in skateboarding. Photograph- photography. He's been shooting photos for years, dude. Um, he shot photos of me back in the day that got ran in Big Brother. I remember this kick the back lip on this rail. I was super stoked on it. But he's got a lot of photos of me running all different mags. And he's been working for Powell. Pal Peralta for years now, I believe, building skate teams. He said he was filming a lot lately. Um, but yeah, he pretty much the last, I don't maybe even 10 years of Powell has been with DeVille's input and direction and help in some way or some fashion. So we're going to get into it in the next podcast. I believe the next podcast, don't quote me, but he hit me up today and said he was down. So I'm lining that one up and uh, I got a couple other guests that I'm reaching out to. I'm, I'm steady on this uh just want to make sure we get the right time and the right day and we can have a real conversation so um yeah thank you guys for everything thank you for sharing this podcast and spreading it because you know the more it gets out there the better for everyone man it seems like uh we're helping each other you know so i like sharing this thing so and and please if you guys leave me more messages and feedback i'll try to read them on the show more often um I'll, i'll make a mental note to start saving them so i can read them off I, I won't say your name unless you don't care if you write me and say you can say my name it's fine but uh otherwise i'll just anonymous style but i'll, I'll read the media of your question uh your story and whatnot if, if it passes the test bro <laughs> if it's if it's legit but thank you guys seriously for everything this is so cool uh until next time peace